1 Samuel chapter 12. Samuel listened to all Israel and said, Behold, I have listened to your voice in all that you have said to me and have made a king over you. Now behold, the king walks before you. I am old and grey-headed, and behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my youth until this day, and here I am. Witness against me before Yahweh and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken? Whose donkey have I taken? Who have I defrauded? Whom have I oppressed? Of whose hand have I taken a bribe to make me blind my eyes? I will restore it to you. And they said, You have not defrauded us, nor oppressed us, neither have you taken anything from anyone's hand. He said to them, Yahweh is witness against you, and his anointed is witness today, that you have not found anything in my hand. They said, He is witness. Samuel said to the people, It is Yahweh who appointed Moses and Aaron, and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may plead with you before Yahweh concerning all the righteous acts of Yahweh, which he did to you and to your fathers. When Jacob had come into Egypt, and your fathers cried to Yahweh, then Yahweh sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt, and made them to dwell in this place. But they forgot Yahweh their God, and he sold them into the hand of Sisera, captain of the army of Hatzor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king of Moab, and they fought against them. They cried to Yahweh and said, We have sinned because we have forsaken Yahweh and have served the Baals and the Ashtoreth. But now deliver us out of the hand of our enemies and we will serve you. Yahweh sent Jerubbaal, Bidan, Jephthah, and Samuel and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side and you lived in safety. When you saw that Nahash, the king of the children of Ammon, came against you, you said to me, No, but a king shall reign over us when Yahweh your God was your king. Now therefore see the king whom you have chosen and whom you have asked for. Behold, Yahweh has set a king over you. If you will fear Yahweh and serve him and listen to his voice and not rebel against the commandment of Yahweh, then both of you and also the king who reigns over you are followers of Yahweh your God. But if you will not listen to Yahweh's voice but rebel against the commandment of Yahweh, then Yahweh's hand will be against you, as it was against your fathers. Now therefore stand still and see this great thing, which Yahweh will do before your eyes. Isn't it wheat harvest today? I will call to Yahweh that he may send thunder and rain, and you will know and see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in Yahweh's sight in asking for a king. So Samuel called to Yahweh, and Yahweh sent thunder and rain that day, then all the people greatly feared Yahweh and Samuel. All the people said to Samuel, Pray for your servants to Yahweh your God that we will not die, for we have added to all of our sins this evil to ask for a king. Samuel said to the people, Don't be afraid. You have indeed done all this evil. Yet don't turn away from following Yahweh, but serve Yahweh with all your heart. Don't turn away to go after vain things which can't profit or deliver, for they are vain. For Yahweh will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased Yahweh to make you as a people for himself. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sit against Yahweh in ceasing to pray for you, but I will instruct you in the good and in the right way. Only fear Yahweh and serve him in truth with all your heart, for consider what great things he has done for you. 
But if you keep doing evil, you will be consumed, both you and your king. The prophet Samuel, he's uh, done the thing that God said. He's finally got the king put in place. And it bothered God that this had to happen. And it bothered Samuel that this had to happen. So finally we've got Saul in place. We've been through the three steps of choosing him as king. And now Samuel's going to <laughs> make sure everybody knows that it's all your fault and you've done the wrong thing. And when calamity comes in the future, it's, you know, you've only got yourselves to blame. So he goes through a very brief summary of the period of the judges explaining, you know, what happened. And it's interesting in that actual process because he mentions the names of some of the judges. He mentions a judge called Bedan, B-E-D-A-N. When we were going through the book of Judges, we mentioned there were, there were 12 there. This was not one of them. So uh, is this another judge that we don't know about? Or is this one of the other judges that just has two names? Well, that's what most people think. Saint Jerome, very famous early Christian who translated the Bible into Latin, he thinks that Badan is, uh, what did he write? Barak. So you know the story of Deborah and Barak. Technically, Barak wasn't the judge. Deborah was the judge. But Saint Jerome thinks Badan is Barak. Uh, but others seem to think that it's Samson because Badan means of Dan or from Dan. And Samson was the judge that was from Dan. So I'm not really sure. But it wouldn't surprise me if there were extra judges and only the, the key ones have been recorded for us in the Bible. After his speech, where he tells them they've done the wrong thing and they've sinned, Samuel then says he's going to pray that God would send thunder and show them, like kind of like back up his words, and he does. He prays, thunder comes, the people realise that Samuel's right, and they say, we have sinned. Pray for us that we won't die. And um, Samuel does pray for them, and he says, don't worry, you won't die. You must continue to serve God. And he says, and I will not sin by ceasing to pray for you. And that's a really, really interesting point there because Samuel, well, he seems to know that to not pray for others is a sin. And he seems to know that God's called him to live a life of prayer for God's people. And so, well, who knew that so far back in the Bible, the idea of not praying for others was a sin is found, but it is, it's found right here in 1 Samuel chapter 12. Samuel closes his speech with these last two verses. He says this, Only fear Yahweh and serve him in truth with all your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. But if you keep doing evil, you will be consumed, both you and your king. So you'd think with such clear statements um, being made and in the Bible that they wouldn't have continued to do evil, but unfortunately they do. And eventually the nation is consumed and the king is consumed too. And all of this happens in 586, around about um, 600 years after this. So that's when the Babylonians come and completely take everything away. And so the Lord, he it's a prophecy. Samuel might not have realized it was a prophecy. He might have just thought he was giving them, you know, good advice. But sometimes good advice is also kind of prophetic because it knows what will happen if the, the right thing isn't done. And so it's also a lesson for us too. We should fear the Lord 
and um, we should follow him and always be mindful of things he's done for us and not keep doing evil. And nations can't survive if they turn to evil, and there's a history of it all through the world. And right now, Western nations in particular are trying to throw off the Lord because they've had a Christian heritage for so long. But what we, what we need to do is, like Samuel, we need to pray for our nations and pray for the people. We need to ask for grace. We need to ask for revival. We need to ask for the moving of the Spirit that these things will be turned around. And there's certainly power in the Lord to do that. Heavenly Father, I ask that grace would be extended to our nation of Australia today and also to the nations of any other people that are listening. I ask, Heavenly Father, that we would not continue to do evil, that we would be spared from judgment that comes when a nation turns its back on God. But Lord, we don't want to be that type of a nation. Give us grace to serve you and follow you wholeheartedly. Father in heaven, I ask that the sins of the Israelites would not be found in us, but we would always have a heart for the Lord. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.